Okay. Hello. What's up? Today I have Andrew Geiger on. Andrew has been one of my longest friends. I'd consider him one of my best friends. I feel like we got a lot of, you know, we got a lot of interesting things to talk about. Yeah, so I think it'll be an interesting podcast. So I'm thanks excited. for being on. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate it. So I thought I'd start out pretty simple first okay. right, to get the ball rolling. So me and Henry were talking about this. And me and Henry both really like AGR, the band. I'm assuming you know them. <laughs> and every time we talk about them or seem to uh-huh. express our interests, you uh-huh. seem to be very against that. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to know, what do you have against AGR? Um, <laughs> well, they made the song Bang. Yeah, and it's a banger, bro. I don't know. I, I can't. Just not I, a fan. I can't agree. And they also made the I'm Ready song from SpongeBob. And They made that? Yeah. Like originally? Like a, no, or like, like for the movie, it. I think. Oh shit! When they did? Did the oh movie. wow! Okay. And in my opinion, that kind of made the movie worse. So, oh. and that was like when I was young, so it's kind of been planted in my brain. Interesting. So, yeah. so then, what type of music do you like? Man, what type of music do I like? Let me look at my Spotify. Because can I? Let me take a guess. I'm assuming a little bit or a decent amount of rap. Okay. Hip hop, maybe. Same shit. Hip hop. Okay. I feel like you might like some rock, maybe, or some type uh, of... No, no, well, okay. So, here's the thing. With music, like, I'm into all types of music, but I only have so many, like, songs saved. Because mm-hmm. a lot of songs, that, like, like rock songs that, like, are popular and everyone knows, I just, like, don't know the name, you know? I might like it, but it's just not on my playlist. Oh, I gotcha. But, like, on my Spotify, like, pretty much everything's rap. I have some... Rap. Pop. Okay, some, so then I, want, I wanted to know, because when I listen like to music... I like the lyrics are cool sometimes. But usually, I listen to it for like the melody, right. <clears throat> which is why I'm not a super like I think rap school, but I'm not a huge fan of it. So I was wondering when you listen to music, are you like really just into the lyrics then, or is it more like the rhythm, the beat? You know, um, it depends on the song because some some songs I listen to for the words, sometimes some songs I listen to just for the beat, but um, it's really just the feeling. I the get. feeling, yeah, like okay, like uh. I don't know. I spent so much of my youth at the skate park, and yeah. uh, at the skate park, all you hear is rap. Really? So uh, it was kind of the soundtrack to my life growing up, and uh, just got so accustomed to it that like I, I learned what I like and what I don't like about it. So. Interesting. Any favorite rappers? Uh, Kanye West. Classic. Let me make sure that that is on. There. <laughs> of uh, I like Future. I like Travis Scott, and um, big names. Uh, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Oh, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Hey, I love that song. Yeah, I have a few others I like, but those are my main Do you listen guys. to music when you work out? Yes, always. Does it does it help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, yesterday we were doing, me and Caleb were doing <clears throat> shoulder press with dumbbells. Yeah. And uh, the most I usually do is, like, 30. We were doing 50. And, uh, oh, wow. It, yeah, it really. That's a big joke. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, so I've noticed you've been working out a lot more. Yeah. Decent. How long have you, um, would you say you've been consistently working out? Well, it, like December is when I like was like, okay, I got to start going. Okay. And um, But I haven't started to see real results till the last few months because I wasn't taking it too serious or really knew how. Gotcha. But the last few months, I've like really gotten into it. No, bro, know? I could tell when you go to the lakes, bro, like... Yeah, okay, you really Thank you. good. Thank you. So December, you said, you were like, okay, I got to start going, right? Yeah. So a lot of people feel that, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't end up going. So what do you think, like, made you 
Yeah. Um, you can't go if you don't want it for yourself. You know, you, you got to want it. And, uh, you know, it's really just a disciplinary thing. You know, do, do, do what you hate like you love it. That's how I look at it. Like and, uh, yeah, as long as you go every day, as long as I get myself there, I, I usually have a pretty good workout. Just the hardest part is getting there. But, uh, okay, because I wanted to ask you more just about discipline in general, because I feel okay. like out of all of my friends, I think of you as very disciplined. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. And kind of just more broadly, how do you, I guess first, how do you define discipline? And then what are tactics you use in your life to make yourself more um, Well, I define <clears throat> it with what I just said, doing something you hate like you love it, okay. which is a quote from a boxing trainer named Cus Diomato. Um, yeah, he, he said that and I was like, you know what, that's a great way to put it. Cause, uh, I always like knew what discipline was cause I've always been a hard worker, but I didn't know how to define it, I guess. But, and then what was the second part of that question? Oh, just like tips on how do you stay disciplined? Um, cause it's, it's hard for a lot of people. You, I guess for lack of better terms, you just can't be a fucking bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I like it. You gotta like just push through it. Yeah. I mean, people, people love to bitch and moan and complain. <laughs> they do. Yeah, you no, know? you're not wrong. And, you're not um, wrong. I just, I, I always would hear people complain about stuff in their life and I just cannot relate to that in any shape or form. So yeah. Andrew, yes. I actually wanted to ask you about that because like, you seem very mentally healthy, right? Yeah. Like, you seem very okay with life, yeah, yeah. that stuff. And obviously, a lot of people, you know, they have, like, it's harder for them to feel that way. And mm-hmm. I was just, have you always been this way? Do you ever feel, like, pretty mentally down? How do you get through it? You know, a lot of it has to do, in my opinion, with confidence. And um, I feel like I've always been a happy... Like, I was always a happy kid, you know, I was never, never, like, sad, never doing stupid shit, but, um, working out has given me a lot more confidence, and it kind of brings my mood up no matter what, yeah. but just, you know, I, I could be sad, and I could complain about a lot of stuff, but I just, uh, choose not to, you know, I, I think, um, my mindset, my mental capacity is really strong and i can kind of choose what i want to think you know dude i totally agree i actually like ever since i started meditating i've realized how much man i want to get into meditation. dude you totally you totally should it really helps because what it helped with me is that kind of what you're saying where you could choose to be happy like, i know it's not always that simple because like, a lot of people yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. harder for their brain to be happier and stuff yeah. like that but i do see myself especially when it comes to anger like i'll be getting irritated or angry at like very like seemingly stupid things, like things I feel like I shouldn't be angry at. And before I started meditating, if I was angry, I was just like, oh, now I'm angry. Like, this is just how I feel. And like, I would kind of be like, since I'm angry, I should be mad about something, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, why would I be angry? But now that I started meditating, I get to more see my thoughts as they pop up and like kind of analyze them from a third person perspective. Yeah, it's really cool. And I'll be like, okay, the thing I'm angry at does it really seem worth it to be angry or is it like something silly? Yeah. And then after I make that calculus, I'm like, okay, do I want to continue being angry? Do I want to try to enjoy this experience? Sometimes as as it's I can? really just a waste of energy. Exactly. You, know? you don't even know it. And it's like, it's just so harmful too. Cause like sometimes it's with friends or something, right? So it's like, yeah. not, not only am I going to be upset, but I'm going to be like causing people yeah. around me to be annoyed as well. Definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, I really want to get into meditating. And, you know, I'm not going to act like my life is all, like, perfect and stuff. Because yeah. uh, I, I do go through it a, a healthy amount, you know, like everyone does. But yeah. it's just about how you come back, in my opinion. And it's about how you let it affect you. Because, um, like I said, I could choose to be sad all the time. But eventually, you know, life goes on. And I just kind of live my life with... Uh, it is what it is mentality. Interesting. Just whatever happens, you know, it's all right. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I think I think that's kind of a good way to go. It's like I kind of view that as like a sort of living in the present type of thing. Yeah. Because it's like you could stress out about the future or stress out about like what you would have wanted to happen mm-hmm. rather than what is happening. And like there's obviously value in thinking yeah, towards yeah. the future. But I think if you're always stressed out about it, then you're just... I'm always like, in the moment. You yeah. Know? Like the I always, the best place to be, bro. You know, I, of course, I think about the future and like plan stuff, but yeah, you know, I I only stress about what's going on in the moment. And that's another thing too, especially with students. I feel, especially going into senior year, like I am, yeah. they're just so worried about what's next, and you know, they have reasons to worry about that. Yeah, because they've probably lived their whole life with <clears throat> crazy high expectations, you know. And, dude, honestly, ever since I can remember, I've just been like, it is what it is. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've never, you know, I obviously have standards for myself, but I see some other students and, like, the stress stress they put themselves through, and I'm just like, you are not happy. Like, that is not what you really want for yourself, you know? Interesting. A lot, of it, a lot of it is from parents. I'm curious, do you think that's something you, like, when you were younger, you actively tried to, like, make your mindset, or do you think you just grew up? with that mindset and like if so do you think it was your um, upbringing uh, yeah i mean it was probably my upbringing for most of it because because you're right there's a lot of parents that like put very yeah, high expectations yeah. on their kids right away yeah so my, they're always my parents like, were like that they my parents were always chill they they kind of realized growing up i was in an odd situation and yeah. uh I, I guess I, I don't know if this makes any sense but i feel like my friends raised me in a way no like i kind of so, get that. Uh, i i just adapted a lot of traits from them and uh you know there's a lot less stress when you're hanging out with your friends compared to your parents well that's actually a perfect segue because another thing i wanted to talk to you about was like friendship in general yeah and, yeah i wanted to talk to you about that too okay okay well so there's two routes i can go down i'll go down this one first so okay. i think we're pretty good friends obviously we've been friends for a long time i'd agree so i was curious in your opinion what do you think makes a good friendship, and how do you think you can maintain a friendship long-term? Okay. What makes a good friendship is consistency, you know? Mm-hmm. Always chatting it up, always talking, always mm-hmm. seeing each other. Because, you know, you have you have those friends that are more acquaintances than anything, but like yeah, a, a right. real best friend, you know, you're always in contact. So I'd say consistency... Um, and you have to have enough in common to be pulled together, but you also have to have some some uh, in different stuff you're into. Just because just you know, to keep things interesting. Just to keep things interesting. Because if yeah. you're in the same, everything's the same, then it's always the same conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So <clears throat> I'd say that, and then also my closest friends i've known for like 10 plus years you know so i would say like history but i feel like i'm in a very lucky position where we grew up in this neighborhood and like with all the same people and i've stayed in contact with all of them but you know i 
this sounds a little selfish, but uh, it's like, what I think of is like, what does a friend do for me? What does someone do for me? Because, you know, everyone wants to act like, oh, my friends, they don't got to do anything for me. But like, I don't know, the older I get, the more I'm setting standards for myself, you know? If you're not with me, you're against me. And if you're not helping me out, I'm cutting you off, you know? If you're just like a waste of my time, I do not care. Like, yeah, that actually <laughs> brings me to the second thing I wanted to talk about. Because oh, nice. We don't have to say any names or anything, but I know recently you've had to like, you know, kind of switch on or move on from friend groups because mm-hmm. of reasons like that. And I was wondering, I guess, multiple questions. First off, like, how did you make that decision? And like, do you have any tips for people that may be hanging out with friends that aren't like providing value for them in life and maybe they want to try to find friends where they could grow more with? Yeah, well, so first of all, I'm in a very lucky position where I had great people to fall back on, you know, after I had to drop the other friend group. I I didn't have to be lonely for a little bit. I just got right back into it with uh, Scott, you, Mando, Brennan, Henry, you know, all that shit. So I I never had a phase where I had to, like, find new friends. Like where you were alone. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I guess when I decided to drop my other friend group, uh, it was sometime in March or April. I had already been hanging out with Scott more than them, so I I had already kind of made the switch. But um, I was talking to Aiden, and Aiden is still friends with all of them. So I was like, Aiden, what do they what do they say about me? Like, what do they think of me? And they said, uh, or Aiden said that they don't like that I try to act older than I am. And they think, like, I'm trying to be too adult-like. And uh, when he told me that, I I thought about it for a while. And I kind of realized, like, you guys are fucking stupid. You know? Dumb as hell. Like, I'm not trying to act older. I'm trying to act my age. I'm a young adult. I got to handle myself as such. And uh, I can't live like I'm 14 anymore. So did you feel like maybe, like, you were growing faster than they were maybe just going into a different stage of your life before them and they were pulling you back in some sense yeah i think uh i think snoop dog he he's he worded it in a good way where like you know you you're trying to be up here but your friends are down here and you got to close the gap you know Mm -hmm. just gotta and uh yeah i closed the gap and you know i wish things kind of went a better way as a, how things ended but uh i don't feel bad for anything so you said you were planning on dropping him at the end of the year right yeah so i'm curious because me at least with all the friends that like i've stopped hanging out with it was never like a cutoff thing where i like planned on stopping hanging out with them it was more just life got in the way and like i hung out with other people more because we were just around each other more so like what was it like i guess knowing that you were going to stop hanging out with someone well, like, is it weird? Like, yeah. Kind of like, so, awkward about it. Uh, pro- <clears throat> probably, I would have felt awkward about it if I wasn't so prepared. Because, like uh, I said, March, February is when Aiden told me that they think I'm too grown. Which they they are both. Most of the people in this friend group are older than me. You know, and I don't they, get it. Like, what like was, one of them just turned eighteen. What was their no criticism? Car, no job. Like, why was being too old bad? Because they were too young. They were, they were too, uh, I guess, amateur in life, you know? Interesting. Some people, 
you either catch on or you don't. And they just weren't catching. I don't know on. if the, this might have not been in their situation, but I know like some people like seeing someone like grow, right? Mm-hmm. Reminds them that they also have to grow. So like it's I a constant reminder. I think that's to what them. it is. Yeah. So yeah. instead of just doing it themselves and going with you, they try to bring you down. Yeah, I think they. Because you should never feel bad for like trying to yeah, improve yourself. I right? think they were. I don't want to say they were jealous, but I was, I was miles ahead of them. You know, I was lapping them like multiple times, wow. and just as far as life and okay. experience and growing, and uh, you know, I, I have a vision for myself. You know, I have goals. I have things I want to do, and you know, it just never really seemed like they had that. They just kind of want to hang out, to fuck around, and like not really have any real responsibility. You know, and. For me, if that's your motive to have a friend, I don't, I don't really want you around, you know, because I want people that can come up with me. And they just, they were making it really clear that they're not the ones. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I, I feel like it sucks sometimes because, you know, you grow up with people, right? And then as, like, you have similar things because you're in school together, right? But then as you start getting older, it's like a lot of times you'll start to diverge. And it's like you still enjoy, like, the memories you have with them and hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, as you guys just start doing different things, it gets harder to hang out the same way. Yeah, as usual, definitely. You know? uh, when I, I was the first one to get a car in that friend group and a job and money and really wow. anything. Okay. I was the first one to get the ball rolling, you know. Baller, just, you know, it's expectations that mm-hmm. I had for myself that they didn't. And yeah. uh, when I first got a car... And then, like, six months went by, and no one else had a car or a job. <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, what the fuck? Because like, didn't you guys. say you were, like, the one driving them around all the time? I was driving around all the time. Which is, like, very nice when yeah. you first get a car, but you want like, other people to pick up their weight eventually. Yeah, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, and I was, I was the glue of those guys for so long that eventually I was just kind of like, <clears throat> I'm tired. Y'all figure this shit out on your own. Interesting. And, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, right. Right when I got a car is when my mentality started changing to start growing. Well, for, to be more general now, because a lot of this is revolved around you, yeah, like, yeah, trying to grow and stuff. And we were talking about this a few days ago because you had to sign a waiver because you're 17 <laughs> yeah. at this one place. And like me and Henry, like you just seem like you're not a 17 year old. You seem a lot more mature for your age. So I wanted to know how do you define maturity, and then why do you think you might be more mature than other people your age? Oh, realizing where you are in your life. Realizing where you are in your life. And, like, thinking of ways to make it better. Thinking of ways to make it better. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So it's kind of a little future-oriented. Like, being able to... A little bit. It's also, like, realizing where you are. Because when I was 15, I was living like I'm 15. But now that I'm about to turn 18, I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't live like that. Yeah, because part of what I see in maturity is, like... Like, being able to see long-term in the sense that, like, it's good to be in the present, but it's also good to know, like, if I'm purely in the present and I'm not thinking about, like, things I'm going to have to do as an adult, then, like, I might not prepare at all. And I find maturity is being able to kind of do both, like, being able to live the present in a way that also sets you up for the future. Yeah. Yeah, I I try and do that. Yeah, because I I devote enough time to know where I want to be, you know? but not too much to where I'm stressing about it. And I'm just focused on being myself at all times, you know? Uh, yeah. 
for for a lot of my middle school career, I kind of felt like I was not being someone I wasn't, but just kind of didn't know who I was yet. You know, which everyone is like that in middle school, so yeah, it makes tough sense. Middle, school, yeah. middle school's tough, but uh, middle school is tough. You know, this this last year, I can confidently say, like I've learned who I am and who I want to be. I'm just taking the steps to get there. Well, then you know my next question: Who are you? And who do you want to be? I am Andrew Geiger at all times. And, uh, you know, never fake, never, never someone I'm not. I always, that is true. I do respect. I feel like you're always up front. I always, with us. I like always never keep it front. 100% with people because I don't like liars either. You know, it's yeah. like if you're lying or saying something you don't believe, why are you even talking? And it's not only does it not only does it like negatively affect the people you're lying to, but it negatively affects it's, yourself because yeah, you're just li- not living the way you would ideally want to be living yeah but i mean as far as who andrew is i'm still figuring that out i just super chill hardworking. like to like to relax <laughs> like to eat uh, eating's uh, i play a little bit of video games but not an unhealthy amount you know and can you uh, talk about the minecraft youtube channel by any chance no nah, it's not happening okay right okay okay yeah stay but tuned one day but, you know, um, what was the second part of your question? Uh, I said, who are you? Oh, what is your, like, vision for yourself? Oh, oh. Handsome, successful. <laughs> okay. Well, you're already there, man. You're looking <laughs> handsome as hell. Well, I want to keep it going. Uh, you know, I want to be cool as hell. I want to cool just, like, when people think of me... People think of Andrew like, hey, that's a cool guy. When people meet me, you know, I'm a, I'm a people. I, I attract people to me, which I already feel like I do because I see it. Like at work, bro, everyone flocks to me. Oh shit! And, okay. Uh, do you ever get worried that, like, is this based off of what other people think? Though, like, do you know what I mean? What is it mean? more like, <clears throat> like you want to be seen as cool, right? But like, would no, you no, do no, no. I think you, I'm cool. You think you're cool? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then in the future, you want people to perceive you as cool or just see the coolness that you already have? Yeah. I want people to realize, I don't think I'm a great person, you know? I definitely have my flaws, but for the most part, I think I keep it pretty cool with people. And if you're you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. And if you're not nice to me, I'll I'll talk your disrespect by like a thousand, you know? So (laughs) just because I'm petty like that. You know, I, I, hey, you're I know honest, my flaws. Though. Yeah. That's what's up. I can't act like I'm not. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> when I when I think of my future self, I envision, like, build, okay. tattoos, Conor McGregor, drive a, right? That's the type of look yeah, you're I want, trying to get. I want his build. Uh, I imagine myself having a Toyota Tacoma. Okay. Yeah. Okay, very specific. Yeah. I like this vision. Yeah. And, uh. Probably a ton of investments, probably a ton of money. Okay, do you have I'm any idea like what you want to do for your career yet? Yeah. Sorry if you don't. But. Yeah, I do. Uh, so I want to, just for everyone out there, I'm not the best in school. I can survive school. Like I had, I'm on the <clears> honor roll, you know, but I'd rather not. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'd rather physically apply myself than mentally. So I, I probably want, I want to be a carpenter. Because they start at like sixty thousand a year, and then wow. by the time, in, 
after like four years of doing it, it's like a hundred. And uh, that's not going to be my my main salary though. I'm just pretty because I'm gonna I'm gonna start young and invest young and invest like in whatever Scott. Yeah, invest in whatever Scott is getting. <laughs> and that's a good idea. I think I'll be a millionaire by the time I'm thirty. That would be badass. Yeah, uh, and so I'll be a multimillionaire by the time I'm thirty-five. Wow, just in five years, multi. I mean, I guess that's true. It's the first hard to make the first million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said something about oh yeah, you're talking about how you weren't the best in school, and I know that we've talked about before how you feel like you didn't get the best education. So I kind of want to yeah. get your perspective on that. Maybe just talk about like well, education in general. So I am not some male versus female guy, but okay. the school, the the public school system is literally proven, science like factually. To not be as uh, suitable for young males. Really? Yeah. And Please go on. Yeah. I haven't heard this um, And I feel like that applies to me 100%. Because I just never feel like it adapted my way of thinking <clears throat> and doing things. So it was just kind of like, do... Wait, real quick, do you know how so they say it's like more um, female-oriented? My mom explained it all to me. It, it, it has to do with attention spans and uh, like energy. You know, you know, kids are energetic, and uh, yeah. it's just kind of limiting. Like, is it something guys. like maybe guys have, on average, lower attention spans than women? And like, yeah, I think I think it's something for longer like, attention spans. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, from from the jump, honestly, I don't feel like I had a good education, especially in math. In yeah. elementary school, I was good at math, but in fifth grade, or not fifth. In sixth grade, my math teacher was a hard ass, and I could not learn anything from him. (laughs) And then in seventh grade, my math teacher was this old Indian woman who, I feel so bad for her, everyone made fun of, and, like, I couldn't understand her all that well, and she didn't Uh, explain things well, and the whole class was a joke. Dude, that's hard, because, like, I feel like middle school math is, like, if you get, like, Consecutively bad teachers in math in middle school. It's like that's when you well, either like it. Hear or this. Like it. Hear this. Okay. So that that was sixth and seventh, oh, eighth yeah. grade. I had the hard ass again. I had oh. him for another time. Oh, same teacher from sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, wow. But in like December, he had to leave town. I think his dad was passing away. Wow. He had to leave town, and he was gone till the end of the year. And uh, the whole class, Aiden was in that class. A few other people in that class. We just fucked around the whole day. Did absolutely. Wait, nothing. was there no? Was it just there like was a sub? A, there was a sub, but she, oh, she was yeah. not teaching. You know, she yeah, was just a, she was just a, a person in the room. So you know, we'd cheat everything. We'd fuck around on everything. I got like a ninety-five on the midterm and the final, and my oh, wow. mom is like, "Wow!" And Wait, do you like, know what math class this was? Pre-algebra. Pre-algebra. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, and then I just. I've I've probably been cheating math tests since like eighth grade because wow. um I don't need to know it if my phone knows it I always have my phone on me Interesting. you know if my I phone can I, do it I can so do they it. don't catch you well I don't get caught uh, have you ever got caught nope dead ass not once man you went through three years of high school and yeah I um I, mean, I guess a lot of it was online like COVID right so <clears throat> here's here's what I do so. Okay. For the camera. We're not condoning cheating. We're just I'm not well, teaching how to do I'm it. I'm not condoning it, but if you have to do it, do it. <laughs> I'm not condoning it, but uh, it's okay. So my 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 most recent year, my junior year, that was my last year of math. I'm not doing okay. it next year. And um, my teacher, his desk was behind me. 
and like to the side of me. So okay. I could from where that. I am, he'd be like back there. Gotcha. You know? And uh, your shoulder. what I would do is just turn like this in the desk so that my back is to him. And I have my lit for those who can't see my legs across and my phone would just be in my leg. And I would just type. There's everything. no way. That looks so suspicious. I did it every test, every year. He looked at me all the time. Do you um, think maybe part of him just didn't care? Yeah, definitely. Part of him didn't care because uh, yeah. he he knew what was up. You know, he knew he wasn't like a high effort teacher. He knew like yeah. kids got to do what kids got to do. Kids got to. <laughs> and then, yeah, online year, she did that shit. Everyone did. And then freshman year was probably the last legit year. But I'd still cheat a few of them. And I remember there was one time where I had to go make up a test because I was absent. And um, it was only me and the teacher in the room. And I still cheated it. Wow. The same phone? Yep. I was sitting right in front of them. Yeah, they really don't care at that point. Not at all. Have you ever heard of the technique with like Scantrons where after you fill it out, you put chapstick all over it? And apparently when you put it through the machine, it's supposed to like malfunction, I guess. I have not heard of that. Yeah. But... Whenever there was a Scantron test in any of my classes, kids always had to answer it already. How? I don't know. But I'd, I'd do it and I'd get 100. Damn. That's kind of... Okay, so then, do you think... Putting a lot of trust in those kids. <laughs> do, you, do you think there's any part of you that maybe would have liked math if you had a better education? Or do you think also just you don't like math? Well, that's really just something I don't know, you know? That's fair. You never got to test I, it. Yeah, I never got teacher. to try. But... I can say confidently I don't like math, but if someone was, like, really riding me about it growing up, like, yo, you got to learn this. Because I know Scott feels this way, too. Like, I'd probably like it more. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Because I'm sure there's math in carpentry, right? Like, a little bit. Yeah, So yeah. you'll probably enjoy that because it's like you're yeah, doing I'm going to learn something. what I have to learn, you know. But okay. whatever I don't have to learn, I'm not going to worry about. Damn. And I'm going to learn a lot of math when it comes to money as well. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I want to know everything about money. <laughs> so what about, real quick, just on the school thing. So what about your other classes? Do you feel like it was just math you were fucked in? or Just math I was fucked in because of those middle school classes. Everything else is pretty, like, common sense. I got No, I mean more like, just like education-wise, do you feel like it was just your math education that was bad? Oh. Or do you think there's something wrong with education uh, in general? Well, and we're not I, qualified to talk about this. Yeah, I, experience. this is my opinion. So don't take this as, like... I definitely think true. there's stuff wrong... <clears throat> with the education system but I knew that and I knew that everything could kind of be taken with a grain of salt you know so I I I would I would say I had a good education because I made it that you know it's like if I just if I knew or if I didn't know that a lot of this stuff is kind of stupid I'd probably get frustrated a lot more but whenever something stupid would pop up in school, I'm like, I mean, what am I supposed to expect, you know? And that's... that's Defi- What do you mean, like, by stupid stuff? Um, just learning dumb shit, you know? Like, <laughs> I can't define, because like, I don't remember it, you Oh, know? do you mean just learning sh- shit that you feel like would be useful to you later in life? Yeah, stuff like that, and um, just the experience as a whole. You know, school school system has a lot to work on, and uh, it... it, it it hasn't been changed, like, it hasn't been completely reorganized in, like, hundreds of years. Isn't that wild? Like, it's, it's still, a lot of it's still from, like, 
people, kids were trained to be like factory workers, right? Exactly. So you're very trained to be obedient. That's why we, like, we have to raise our hands to ask questions. And I'm sure part of it's just to make the classroom not chaotic. Yeah. But like, you know, you have to ask to go to the bathroom and stuff, Ridiculous. especially in high school. And like, you're a young adult, man. Like you should just, like some teachers would be very nice and just, you just walk to the bathroom as long as you don't like abuse it. And I thought that was really Yeah, good. I like teachers like that. But what do you what do you think about how our school district I don't know if they're still doing this, but ever since COVID they started changing a lot of things. Like everyone has to get a minimum fifty percent in a class. There's things like any yeah. test you can retake, you can turn all homework in like at the end of the semester. So any late homework has to get full credit. What do you think about like all these types of and like there's it, um, I think that it's for high school too, so you'll be going to senior year. With stuff like yeah, this. yeah, they were doing it last year. I I think it doesn't affect me. It okay. does, it really doesn't. I get all my work done on time. I get an A on everything. It's just what it is. But there are kids who live a lot more chaotic lives than I do, and just simply cannot get to that shit right away. And teachers don't really accommodate for that. Some some teachers don't really accommodate for the fact that we don't know what these kids are doing at home. These kids. Shit, I've known some kids that are, like, raising their whole family when they get home. You know, all their siblings and stuff rely on them. And they work yeah. super young, crazy late into the night. And um, so I think it's good that they're doing that because teachers, as much as teachers want to have deadlines and stuff, not every kid can make it, you know. Kids got lives. Kids got crazy shit going on, depending on how they're yeah. growing up, you know. No, that's a very good point. I actually... Because, you know, I, I easily could be like, well, yeah, I should do it when it's on time. But, you know, it's not that easy. It's well, not that yeah, because the way I was thinking about it uh, was from the perspective, like, school is to learn the material, right? That's what, like, the main goal. But I feel like a lot of school is also to teach, like, those types of responsibility and, like, time management skills with deadlines and stuff. <clears throat> so, like, getting rid of them completely seems, like, counterintuitive to that goal but i didn't think of it from that perspective so if if you're a kid and you are totally just being lazy piece of shit playing video games all day not doing anything then yeah you you are not who i'm talking about you know but i'm talking about the maybe 10 percent of kids that live that their life is hell you know interesting yeah i don't yeah okay i think that's makes sense i don't know necessarily if you'd have to make it a what do you call it like an overall standard that anyone can do that because I'm, I feel like most teachers are understandable. Where if you talk to them one on one and was like, you know, I'm like, when I get home, it's, I have a chaotic household. You know, I'm like raising part of my family on my own. I feel like most teachers are accommodating to that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think with the new thing, what they can also do to kind of like still help with kids like those, but also encourage, you know, deadlines and like time management skills, maybe just like. I don't know, like extra incentives to turn things in on time. Cause now that, now that grades isn't the incentive and you can maybe do stuff in class and that extra credit, shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely options and <clears throat> teachers. I've seen teachers reach out to make the options to kids, mm-hmm. uh, but That's it's not, good. it's not all of them. Cause some teachers, some teachers are really not supposed to be teachers at all. Some teachers, some teachers are really, really suck. Like, they are awful. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially because, like, in isn't the public school system like it's really hard to get fired as a teacher? Like, unless you're, yeah, do some like really bad misconduct, like, you could be pretty bad at teaching. And 
I've seen them get away with damn near everything, you yeah. know, and uh, it it really is uh, bizarre to me sometimes what they what they let them get away with, and I think if if the teachers had someone watching them, watching how they teach the whole time, it'd be a lot better. I see, but since no one's there to make sure, see, I wonder if that's like, what. I wonder if COVID and like online school had anything to help with that because not only is the teacher teaching their kids, but now they're teaching the kids and half the time like parents are around hearing what the teacher is doing. Yeah. You know, well, so I wonder if that, like, I'm sure it had negative effects on teachers too. I but think, I'm, here's what I think about that. I think the online year shouldn't have even happened from the start. Interesting. At all. Because um, I feel like in a lot of ways it just set kids back, you know, because I, uh, I, I I I had my worst year the online year cuz um it's no, hard no no like, one like me as a person I didn't care and my te- I'm not at school for my teachers to tell me to care so you know I just conduct myself I do you know always skipping class always always not doing what I'm supposed to <laughs> and um it resulted in my worst year yet, and I feel like if that just didn't happen and we, we held out, you know, it would have been frustrating for kids, but if we just waited a little longer... Do you think like maybe just like a year no school and then being able to go back in person the next year? Yeah, I think, I think that. Because I know I had my worst year online, and a, at least 20 other people I know had their worst year online. So I know it's not just a me thing, you know, but now, you know this shitty ass school year is going to show up on everyone's transcripts and their GPA is affected. Yeah, and maybe just, just spitball. Maybe they could have, cause I know some kids would have hated the idea of not going back that year. Like kids that might be like trying to get into college and shit like that. So maybe yeah. like, they made it like an option. It, it could have been interesting. That would have been interesting. I'm curious how much kids would actually choose to go though. Probably the few with parents that care. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay. Oh, feel free to ask okay. whatever you want. Okay. So I had I had a question. I obviously know how I met you and how I evolved with you. From your perspective, how did we meet and how was growing up together? Okay. Oh, I like this yeah. flip of the script. Okay, so my first like real memory of like meeting you and you're probably gonna remember this too is when i was in fifth I grade i think you were in third grade and we, i was I, in first and you were in third oh okay so i was in third grade and you were in first okay i thought it was like sooner than that. okay so then we were at the park mm-hmm. and i think i hung out with some other kids that knew you so mutual friends and then like it was just you and me there at the end and you were telling me about your life and you were like saying you got this crazy shit going on like making up lies about how like you have an Xbox, a PS4, all these consoles. You have like you get whatever you want. Like you have a great life, and then you'd be like, "I don't even go to school." And I was like, "What?" And you're like, "Yeah, I just kind of like have a life where I don't have to go to school." And I just, I was like stupid, so I just believed everything. <laughs> I was like flabbergasted. And this was like hour, two hour of this going on, mm-hmm. and then finally you were like, like, "Yeah, I'm fucking with you." You probably didn't say fuck. I don't know, but you were yeah. you were messing with me. I think we just laughed hella hard because, or at least I did, because I was just like, "Damn, that you got me for a <laughs> long time." So that's when we first. That's like the first real memory. You got me back for that though. Before, did I? Before, yeah, because before the first time I went to Anderson's house, 
You were telling me about how cool Anderson's house was. Oh, shit. And I got there and I was like, what the fuck? This is lame as hell. <laughs> Dude, that is so... I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I got you back. <laughs> yeah, so the second question was like, what, how I felt like growing up with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like Nick and what yeah. those days were like for you. Uh, I think it's really interesting. I think you and Nick were like my first like consistent friends, right? Cause we, Me too. We Definitely. lived in the same neighborhood, obviously. And we hung out so much, like almost every day, I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really good. We, your backyard was like the hub, bro. You had this nice swing it was, set. It was the swing set. Swing and set. then it was the trampoline. And then it was the trampoline. When it was oh, the trampoline, yeah. shit really started popping Dude, out. yeah. I remember we played Life, like the game of Life, where mm-hmm. we literally would just pretend to be zero, year, like one-year-olds. <laughs> and like every few minutes we would grow in age. Yeah, yeah. And like we'd have you remember the daddy game? The daddy game. You will die in hole. <laughs> yeah, you go die in hole. Yeah, that's true. Nick was a really good dad to us. The daddy game, you don't know, it was just like one of us would pretend hey, to be Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, we'll keep him in between us. It just sounds fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah, then you got the trampoline. Uh, when I got the trampoline, me and Nick really, we would go on there for like hours. Really? Just we'd uh, spray each other with the hose. Oh, yeah. Because it was summer, you know, and we'd be out there all day, and we'd take Dragonville breaks, and, uh... It's a Dragonville break. I actually have some dragons breeding right now, and really? it's, it's two days, so it's gonna be Oh, shit, good. that might be a double rainbow, dude. 48 hours? Well, double rainbow's 60. Okay, I still so don't have rainbow, a double... Then. You know they have a triple rainbow dragon? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I have it. You wanna see oh. it? I'll show you later. I'll show you later. <laughs> I, I would love to see it. Yeah, but, um... <laughs> that's so funny. I think, uh... I feel like growing up with you, I mean, this is hard to tell because, like, I could have been friends with someone else and maybe they would have got me into different activities. Mm-hmm. But I feel like hanging out with you, you got me into a lot of activities that I probably wouldn't have gotten into myself. So, like, trampoline, like, gymnastics type stuff. Like, I probably wouldn't be able to do a front flip. Yeah. I remember, like, spending weeks. Like, you and Nick knew how to do them and we would get all your pillows out that I would try to do it. And, like, I remember one day I just did it and I was like, I just did it. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are really cool with that. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people when they're younger might not get to have like stable friends. You know, like they might switch around. I'm, I'm so thankful. Yeah, for how everything went. Like it's crazy. Like if what, we just, first grade and we're still friends. We're like almost. You're almost out of high school. I'm out of high school. It's crazy, man. If if my parents chose a house like two minutes away from here, not in this neighborhood, we would not be having this conversation. Isn't right that now. weird to think about? Like earlier, you said proximity is good for a friendship, and I don't think people understand just how good proximity is like you can be at like you can share so much in common with one person but like if you're not close enough to see each other almost every day like you're not going to have as strong of a friendship as the people you see every day at least sure. that's my perspective oh i agree i agree it, it growing up in this neighborhood it is probably the best childhood i could have asked for because uh yeah. you know I, I i walk along these streets when i'm walking my dog with my girlfriend and i'm like I have memories everywhere. And I've been in most of these houses. You know, even, I don't know the kids no more, but, you know. It is weird. There's a a rich history. It's nice having a constant thing in your life. Yeah. Like, you just see, like, kids come and go, but, like, you, Mm -hmm. you know, this is, like, because a lot of people move around. My dad, dude, every time I hang out with him, at least one time, he's always, like, yeah, so I went to this school, this school, this school, and it's, like, like eight schools by the time he's in high school. And it's, like, whoa. Yeah, I always hear about people that live like that, and uh, I know there's really not much that kids can do about it, but I'm, I'm really happy that I was able to 
stay here my whole life because uh let's see my in this neighborhood i got you scott caleb tristan aiden brennan and a few others nick nick yeah but i don't really Nick, like, when he I'd comes still, back, we hang out with him occasionally. Yeah, I'll, I definitely still consider Nick a friend. That's yeah. what I love about like y'all, like, like Nick. I haven't hung out with in a long time, like a year. But if he came back right now, we'd hung out. It'd feel it wouldn't be weird. Natural. It yeah, wouldn't be weird. Exactly. That shit's nice. I love that because you don't have to. You never have to worry about it being awkward, you know. And that's how it kind of was with us. Remember, we always talk about this, but like there were times when not like out of malice or like we hated each other. I mean, we just stopped hanging out as much because like school got in the way and stuff. But we always kept coming back. And that's yeah, what I think is I mean, really good for your We really had different circles, like mm-hmm. in school and stuff, just because, you know, you were always older, going to different school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we grew up differently, but we had the roots yeah. to where we would come back. Yeah. And I feel that's how I feel about uh, Scott as well. Mm-hmm. And I then agree. I have someone like Caleb, who I was hanging out with last night, and we're going to hang out tonight, and uh, yeah. where I never really stopped hanging out with him, you know? And he, I wouldn't say he's, <clears throat> I'm closer with him. But as far as, like, relatability, mm. like, I probably relate to him the most. No, that makes sense. You guys are the same grade, right? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, it's he's, nice. He's built as hell. Like, I was talking... You guys are going to the gym together. Yeah, I, I saw his shoulders last night, and I was like, wow. Yeah. You ever get jealous? No. Do you think you're a jealous person in general? Like, do you ever no, get jealous no, of no, anyone? No, 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 no. I really don't give a shit what anyone else Really? So you don't compare yourself to other people? Uh, no, if I did, I'd be sad. Oh, interesting. That's funny because like, I feel like some people, they get sad from comparing themselves or from comparing themselves to people, but it's not like they, it's hard for them to stop it. And like your reason for not doing it is because it makes you sad. It's interesting. I just, I don't know. I mean, there's always going to be someone <laughs> better than you. So like, if you're comparing yourself, you're never going to get to stop. I, I only compare myself to who I was yesterday. That's that's smart. That's yeah. it's funny. Henry was on the podcast yesterday, and like the last thing he said was, "I think the goal of human life is to make yourself better than you were yesterday." Definitely. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think change can happen overnight, but I think change can definitely happen in a few months. And I think of me like this time last year, just not even comparable. You know. Interesting. It's, How do you feel like you've improved? self-awareness just being more insightful being more thoughtful being more considerate for what others have to say and just real realizing that i don't know it all realizing that what people have to say i might not agree with but it it could you never know what you never know what someone knows you know Dude, yeah that's like that's one of the biggest things for me that and what idea, might help you like it, like accepting your own ignorance like, I feel like I used to be a lot more when talking to people, I'd have an opinion and I just would say my opinion. But now it's, I've realized to really back up my opinion, I have to know so much. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a lot more like, I just agree with what I agree with in the moment, but I'm very susceptible to like changing if my mind, if what someone's saying makes more sense. Anyone can I. make a good point. And if I agree, I'll be like, okay, yeah, interesting. They, they know what you're talking about. You know, I wouldn't say... My opinion is easily changed, but my ears are always open, you know? Very open-minded. Yeah, and if someone says something that I do really like, my opinion might change. Gotcha. 
Wow, I think that's nice. But that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> uh, so, well, I think this podcast has been pretty good so far. It's going great. I do want to go rock climbing soon because we yeah. are going to go rock climbing after this. So I have one more question for you. Okay. It's a question I'm trying to like ask everyone that comes on okay. so I can see like people's different perspectives. Yeah. So what is something that you've learned in your life that has impacted your life in a significant way? Don't take things too serious. Interesting. Always focus on you. And there's nothing wrong with focusing on you. Some people think it's selfish. And it probably is to an extent, but... Yeah, people always assume selfish is always bad. Yeah, selfish. Selfish, you have to be selfish to to grow. You gotta gotta be, you know? So I, I would say not taking things too seriously... And always focusing on yourself. Yeah. If you do those things, you could be really happy. Well, I think that's a great place to end off. Okay. That was a good that was a yeah. good I really appreciate power. you coming on, Andrew. I appreciate the, you having me. Of course, man. I think we had some interesting conversations. I'm down to be a reoccurring guest. Oh bro, I will definitely have you on again. <laughs> I'm want, excited. I want to get Scott on and then have both of you guys I on. I think we definitely have I to do that. I think that'd be a great conversation. We well, could probably do that soon. Thank you, man.